What's up, YouTube and I? Welcome to Lords of the Longbox, episode 134. Yes, 134. I can't believe we're going that far. This is the special uh, TiVo edition of my birthday. It's a deep, dark secret out there, but I just turned 28 years old today. So a shout out to everybody in the live chat. We got a huge show. We got a San Diego uh, Comic-Con recap show. We got a little Black Knight report. If we got some time, we're going to go through all kinds of stuff. We got a special guest here. But first off, before all that, let me pay off some bills, man. This show is sponsored by the geekyswagshop.com. Damn it, I forgot the graphic, but there you go. We, this show is sponsored by the geekyswagshop.com. Go to the geekyswagshop.com. Use the discount code of LOTLB to get 15% off anything in the Geeky Swag including the lords of the long box shoes right. worn by three quarters of tonight's panel <laughs> uh, and also the show is sponsored by krscomics.com go to krscomics.com use a discount code of l-o-t-l-b to get 10 percent off any krs comics exclusives i got a bunch of stuff left over from san diego comic-con so go peep that out uh, shout out to everybody who's been tailgating in live chat. First, I want to introduce a special guest we have. Well, let me just bring in the usual suspects. I got my man, Nemesis Prime. Say what's up to the party people. What's going on, everybody? Wednesday night, really ready to party for this post-San Diego Comic-Con news. So hope you're excited. Hope you're ready and waiting. All right. I also got my man, Otto from the Grotto. Say what's up. What's up, everybody? You know, we got to give a big shout out to my boy TiVo right here. It's his birthday. I'm rocking a live show tonight on his birthday. Congratulations, man. It's, it must be great to turn 28, you know what I mean, after 20 years, man. <laughs> no, it, only happens, it. it only happens twice. 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 Every, I hear you, bro. I, mean, I hear you. you know, like that. And here's to Jesse for jumping in on us. Jesse, thank you yeah. very much for joining us tonight. Our man, Dark Side Jedi, is on the download. Or excuse me. He's on his disabled list with his uh, recovering from back surgery, so he may be lurking there in the live chat. But uh, my man, our special guest panelist, Jesse from JLS Comics. Say what's up to the big people. What's up, everybody? Happy to be here. Thanks for inviting me on your birthday. I can't believe that's your present. Happy birthday to you. I know <laughs> I didn't even say anything in the in the YouTube notes that it's a it's a birthday special because you know yeah. I'm, I'm I'm modest that way. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, thanks for thanks for inviting well, no. me. Um, not only your birthday, but post San Diego. You know, it's a cool show. A lot Second of stuff to talk show about. Here. That's yeah. Right. So pretty happy to be here. So shout out to everybody. Wish me happy birthday on Facebook, on Instagram, uh, and my man cousin Jay and guy making me the special little Doctor Strange Photoshop for his birthday. It's kind of a sad picture. Doctor Strange sitting there all by himself. You know, it's from the Jimmy Kimmel skit where he's he's uh, doing a uh, birthday uh, with those. Uh, Balloons and shit for the kids. They <laughs> like photoshopped my face on there. Says happy birthday. Uh, shout out to Ray Jr. in the live chat. My friend Sith Lordly in the house. Uh, Swaggernaut eighty eight. Chad Crow. They were all in there tailgating early. Red Matos. Marty from Comic Book Fanatics is he's just back on the scene, man. Good to see you back, Marty. Gorilla Grod. Uh, Dave in the cave. H Town Comics. New comic smell. I wonder what that smells like. Mister Gretzy nine nine six six. Stay Puff nineteen eighty three. Our friend from Instagram. Snizzle Pop. Johnny Boy, known on the Instagrams as Boy Johnny. Carter Lee, I appreciate that. And you know what? Let me see if I can uh, 
make use of this. Let's see if this works. Hey, look at that. Carly wished me a happy birthday and I just uh, posted it. And I wanted to see if this works in the live chat. Matter of fact, that uh, Jesse, I think you muted yourself, but it's all right. I'm unmuted. Yeah, it's funny that this thing says, uh, I'm trying to see if this works. Uh, it does. Look at that. So I can highlight people's uh, live chats throughout the show. Um, so, uh, you know what? You know, here, you know, give everybody some love. There you go. There you go, everybody. There you go. There you go. Everybody. 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 Wobbles. Yeah. You know, this way. Next time when I introduce everybody, I'm just going to show your their faces up here. Love it. Love it. You know what I'm saying? Um, so let's talk about. Uh, what's been going on, man? Uh, there was a huge week, obviously. The Bill- San Diego Comic Con. I know Jesse and I were like live tweeting and live posting back and forth <laughs> with each other. And you know, I was gonna go live Saturday night. Man, I was exhausted. I was just like, just like technically exhausted with all that. You know what I mean? And it was just yep. such a giant news. Uh, Jesse, how? Let me add before we get into it. Jesse, how were you? Uh, um, uh, absorbing the news as it was coming out. Obviously, neither of us were in Hall H. Were you just going right. off live tweets like I was? Yeah, live tweets, uh, following the right channels, the right people, and uh, you know, hitting those uh, those uh, screenshots where I couldn't resharing them. But that was that's a lot of work. Ninety minutes of doing that, man. Yeah. That was tired too. Can you imagine the guys that were actually in Hall H and you know they were yeah. like live tweet. And it's almost to me like, man, you almost kind of want to just enjoy it and not have to live tweet. But they're also you know social media people. So mm-hmm. uh, our friend the big to do was actually in Hall H. So he's like texting me after the fact, oh, Dr. Strange is coming. I said, I know, man, I've been following the live tweets, but he <laughs> he was there and he said there was, an, he's been there probably six, seven years in a row now at Hall H. He's got a, his, fr- one of his good friends is the uh, director of marketing for San Diego Comic-Con. Okay. So he doesn't wait in line. Right. He just shows up and he just goes there. So he's been going there for six years straight. I've been trying to get him to me to go. And then I always said, you going to get me? And he goes, are you here? I was like, well, no, I'm not there. He goes, well, if you were here, I was like, well, shit. Jeez. Um, nice. Um, so, you know, and then so um, he said it was the buzz there was incredible. Um, you know, they said it was incredible that, you know, the amount of energy and buzz that were happening even afterward, everybody's talking about it. Fraggle Sox says, yes, made the live stream. Happy birthday, TiVo. You'd be glad to know I found Dakota North, Dakota North books. Who says Christmas <laughs> doesn't come twice a year? You Thanks. are correct. Congratulations to you. Um, so let's kick it off with um, Justin. Uh, he's going to cover, there's so much stuff that we're all going to kind of take turns covering. We're going to do the Hall H stuff last, but Justin has a quick kind of DC rundown. You know, DC didn't have a major cinematic presence there, but they did have other stuff there. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, being the DC guy, I mean, I was following that stuff. Anytime they announced something, they were going with it. So, you know, right off the bat, of course, DC Comics, they're big on their animated movies. And I think that's one of their strong points right now. So next year, uh, some stuff that you got going, you got the Superman Red Sun. If you don't know, that's Superman when he lands in the Ukrainian farm instead of landing in uh, good old uh, Kansas. You got the Justice League Justice League Dark Apocalypse, which is actually a sequel to the 2017. So let's, go, let's go back to Superman Red Sun, which yeah. if folks don't know, it, I believe it was it's an Elseworlds tale, right? So basically, what yeah, if Clark Kent landed, what if baby Kal-El landed in Mother Russia instead of good old Kansas? Yeah, yeah, it's, uh, it's great, great story. Yeah, you got Mark Miller. Let me, in there. Let me yeah. do something else here while we have that up. Is boom, it's a spec book alert. <laughs> <laughs> That's my pre made uh, banner for this. Uh, but go ahead. Uh, so yeah, um, yeah, Batman's in it, uh, Wonder Woman's in it, and it's it's an absolutely great story, as you can see by uh, Mark Miller. You got a bunch of people writing uh, on that as well, as far as the artists. 
Uh, next up, we do have the Justice League Dark Apocalypse. Like I said, that's a sequel to the last Justice League Dark movie. Unfortunately, there are no graphics for that. But hey, is best... that based off a comic at all, or no? I mean, what they're speculating is it's the way it is. It's Apocalypse, spelt like it is for the New Gods. So it's most likely going to involve the New Gods. So we're going to have to see Apocalypse. Maybe Dark Side will come, but who knows? But the best one, Batman: Death in the Family. And we all know what that was oh, about. Tim so for the, books. The, the children that don't know, man, uh, this was the, obviously the death of, of Robin. But this is how kind of dark and twisted this thing was. There was a phone, uh, 1-800 number on the back of the comic. <laughs> yeah. You voted to see if Robin was going to make it, uh, was going to be killed or alive. So basically, is, I think at the third part, right, is where they, they put up the number. And then the fourth issue, yeah. they revealed whether Robin survived the beatdown from the Joker or not. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah, the crazy thing is everyone voted kill him. I know. But they, we were, actually, there was a, a conspiracy theory or whatever. People were saying that he uh, that somebody had like a robo dialer and they kept yeah. calling in and voting yep. on the death option. Yeah, I heard that before too. Yeah, that's definitely something that's out there. So, but yeah, I mean, Death in the Family is a great storyline. You know, you got Jim Starlin doing Batman. Uh, so they've kind of touched on this in that Batman Under the Red Hood movie, but this is going to be a great full-blown story with Jason Todd and uh, Joker. So definitely look to get these books. I mean, they're they're pretty good books. I mean, this could actually spike these books. It's a four-part series, um, all done by Starlin, and you got some nice uh, Mike Mignola cover art. So these would be good books to have Starlin signed if you can catch them, Justin. I might do that. I actually I have the third part where uh, it's got Jason Todd on the cover with the blood. Yeah, uh, signed by him. I got him at uh, Baltimore Comic Con a couple I years ago. Downloaded it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so moving on to some great, you know, other news from the DC world. So of course, the DC streaming app. Uh, we do have season two of Teen Titans that's coming out uh, September sixth, and of course, we all know the the baddie, Deathstroke. He's going to be the first big villain for that season two. And um, I mean, they if you haven't seen, they did show some uh, behind the scenes stuff. You do have Aqualad in there. Donna Troy's back. Oh, I know. He's that's great. <laughs> but this um, is not the um, the Young Justice version of Aqualad, right? They're going like old school, uh, like uh, like. Okay, so it's yeah, not because uh, the J Young Justice Aqualad was strictly for the animated series, not anything based on the comics, right? No, no. This is the uh, original Garth from, uh, I think, Adventure Comics 269. So if you guys are looking for a nice book there, that's a, that's a good book to pick up. So that's his first appearance. Uh, next up, they did announce Season 4 of Young Justice. So as you were just speaking about that, Tim, Season 4 got announced. So we're going to be looking at another season for Young Justice. Not sure what they're going to go with, but I'm excited for that. And, of course, Doom Patrol. Doom Patrol Season 2, it is renewed. But the best thing about this is it's going to be streaming simultaneously on the DC Universe app and also HBO Max. And we've talked ah, about that before. And this puts more credence to what we're talking about that, you know, I think DC Universe is going away. I think they're trying to do a trial. And shout out to Gem Mid Collectibles wishing us, uh, wishing me a happy birthday. Our, <laughs> our us, we're all part of the same team. So, um, so what else you got? Uh, and then last but not least, what are they big on? CW. TV series, of course. So we have, of course, the Arrow final season. We have eight issue, eight episodes of that. With the last two episodes going to be the crossover event, Crisis on Infinite Earth. Uh, we do have Batwoman. And they did announce not only, of course, if you've seen the trailer, you know who the villain is, Alice. But they did just announce 
that you're going to be seeing Hush, Batman's all bandaged yes. villain. So that's yeah. a nice little spec book right there because they could build him up really yeah. good. And Jesse, what was the thing uh, with the Supermans and uh, the cat? From oh, right. So they have um, Brandon Routh coming back to play yeah. Superman, but he's going to be yeah. more like the kingdom come Superman from what I hear. Mm -hmm. And then we also have Burt Ward who's going to be in it. Um, That's he awesome. was obviously um, Robin in Batman 66. Um, he's yeah. going to be in that event uh, via the Batwoman show. So pretty cool wow. cameos. So uh, Dark Side Jedi says, Young Justice Aqualad, first appearance was Brightest Day number four. He thinks he is Black Manta's son. There you go. I highlighted that. Shout out to Comic Tom 101. Wishing us a happy birthday. I said us again because we're all part of the same team. <laughs> um, so uh, I wanted to talk about because we actually uh, talked about that in our one of our shows where that they are coming in with the kingdom come and it's going to be part of they're using crisis infinite earth and the next big uh arrowverse crossover is going to be kingdom come and that's going to be on hbo go so you're you're seeing all the seeds now of what they're doing no pun intended for cwc anybody yeah. use cwc anymore is that is still a thing i think so i i think i got that uh somewhere on an app <laughs> what show what is shows on the CWC? Does anybody know? I think there was a an animated series with Starman, Star Lord, Star what's the guy? Star Ray, the Ray. Right, yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's that, yet another Vixen, one that I Vixen show was on there for a couple episodes. All the shows oh, that's right. The arrow show was yeah. on there. So I mean, so DC had some a nice little show at San Diego Comic Con. If it wasn't for Hall H. I mean, geez, I mean, now you kind of see why DC movies and Warner Brothers like, you know what, Marvel, I'm gonna let you have Hall H all to yourself there, because uh, they Kevin Feige laid slid up there and, there and threw his thing down big time. But you know what, the DC TV stuff, like they've always been killing it. You know what, they 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 get more fan service than the movies do. I think you know what I mean by Brandon Ruth just uh, showing these Kingdom Come Superman logo. I mean that's a direct fan service that you rarely get from Warner Brothers uh, and the big movie studios. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Anything else, Jesse, Justin, on that format? No, I mean, other than like Jesse said, I mean, that is the big thing. The Burt Ward and the Brandon Roth going to be doing the crossover. So seeing Superman suited up, that's not you know someone who's previously done it. I mean, so maybe, you know, by the time they start filming that, we could see something like Linda Carter, maybe oh my God. Wonder Woman. So you never know. Who has the same birthday as TiVo. Unbelievable. Yeah. yeah. You know who else does? Um, uh, Felicity or what's her name from Arrow? So, I saw her wish no, uh, Emily, uh, Emily Blunt. Yeah, yeah. Emily no, no, uh, no, uh, 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 on Arrow. What's her name? Uh, his Arrow's girlfriend, his wife, the blonde. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Felicity. Felicity. Yeah, her her birthday too. But I hope she dies in the show. Uh, <laughs> Not a real life. <laughs> Happy birthday, by the way. <laughs> All right, uh, and uh, there was something else that was teased like two weeks ago, or maybe a week ago, by the Rooster Brothers. Right? They put up a giant date. And everybody's like, oh, is this Avengers 5 stuff? And all of us are like, no, it's not. It's most probably Russo's own project. But even this, none of those movie scoopers on the internet or the social media had guessed this at all. Otto, what is it? We are talking about G-Force Battle of the Planets coming. We're talking about Grimjack. We got a lot of stuff going on. So let's get started with something I really, really think is fantastic. And that's Battle of the Planets, okay? Battle of the Planets is coming. It's a Russo Brothers project. There's not a screenwriter involved with this yet. This is very, this is in the infancy stage of what they're talking about. But Anthony Russo was rocking the Battle of the Planets t-shirt during Hall H. And if that is something that you do on purpose, you do that on purpose. They want everybody to know. So for you guys out there, um, Battle of the Planets actually originated um, 
And the original name was, follow me on this, Science Ninja Team Gotcha Man. And that came out in 1972. Or we just call it Gotcha Man. I gotcha, man. You're right. There you go. All right. But then it translated over to the United States where it became Battle of the Planets. And now that's where I started watching it as a kid. And this was really cool because the characters, I think this will translate very well to the big screen. Um, They have the villains that they fight out in space. Their main ship is called the Phoenix. And all the main characters, Jason, Princess, Keop, Mark, and Tiny are all part of this ship. And those are great characters because I remember this. And this was very flamboyant. Uh, it was anime back in you know the early 70s, and it was just great graphics, and it was just something you can come home and watch, or I used to watch it first thing in the morning. It only ran for 85 episodes, um, but it was really it really got you, and it really, I think, if they did this in two, maybe three movies, it would be great, but the Russos want to make this happen, but they've got some other stuff going on. Now, this was a gold key comic, and I was looking it up today. There's a 9.6 going for about $400 on eBay right now. Which is so, crazy because this isn't even originally a comic book. This is originally an anime series. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Um, so just a cool story. Just part of my childhood. Really happy that you know I saw this and Tim said, hey, do some stuff on this. I definitely did. I watched a couple episodes on YouTube. And it was just really cool Animation stuff. was actually pretty good for the, for the yes. 70s back then. I mean, you know, uh, it's a shame that you know nowadays when you look at anime on Netflix, it's all like horrible CGI. I mean, right. like, yeah. you know, it's like 3D CGI. It's not like hand-drawn anymore. It's just too time-consuming nowadays. But there's, this book has been done a lot over the past few years through different publishers. The rights have moved all over the place. There are, there's a series that was done by Michael Turner. Yes, that Michael Turner, rest in peace, Michael Turner, but he did some great freaking covers on Battle Planets. As a matter of fact, I just snatched up two copies. So this one right here is is hard to get. This one is, 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 it's not even based on a comic book yet. That just shows you how big uh, the comic book industry is. Right, this is really cool. And now the other thing that they were talking about was Grimjack. Right. I mean, how many of us have heard about Grimjack? And this was difficult because I really, guys, I looked for some stuff and it was kind of hard for me to kind of find the information. But it was written by John um, Osterander and Tim Truman. Um, first comics, IDW. The first appearance of him was Star Slayer number 10. Boom. Um, Yep, there you go. And that came out in 1983. So if you want to go on eBay, there might be some gone already. So Grimjack is a mercenary. It takes place in an alternate universe. um, And these mercenaries kind of go through their lives, kind of going backwards, finding out what happened with them. Um, Grimjack then came out in its own book in 1984 and ran for 81 issues. So it went for a long time. Um, Anytime again, I hear Grimjack, I just think of Transformers. I really like, do. My God. <laughs> I, do, I see Grimlock. I mean, I had to practice this 10 times, you guys, so uh, I didn't come on here and start saying Grimlock. So, <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, uh, really cool. like to see where they're going with it. And look, it even tells you on this book, introducing Grimjack. So here you have yeah. an introduction of a new character right there. So and, it's a backup story, basically, is, yes. is what it is. What's interesting about Star Slayer also is one of the issues has... Uh, the second appearance of Rocketeer, and also one of the other issues of Star Slayer is one of the uh, second appearance of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles in color. Like it, right. I don't know if it shows up as an ad or what, but it's pretty interesting, this kind of random comics that the Russo brothers have. You know, it just goes to show you, if you do something really popular, man, it can blow up. Right. Or if you just affect the right people at certain times, they remember that, you know? So. Yep. Put Battle yeah. of Planets, G-Force, this, you know, it stuck with them. And they said, hey, you know what? Someday we'll do this. And now look, you guys, we're reaping the benefits of that. And that's really cool. 
This is proof that if you buy a book and wait 40 years, it might pay off. It might, it might, it might, Jesse, it might. <laughs> if you just buy everything, yeah. eventually you you know you won't miss out. So no more, no FOMO, uh, fear of missing out. Um, so I think that's it. So let's talk about the giant news. Um, was basically Hall H. Uh, in uh, oh, hold on. Oh yeah. Uh, Black Knight just sent me a message right now as we're talking that they, this is breaking news, actually. Got, I just got from the Black Knight. All right, here we go, across the Grim, wire. Grimjack is going to be put on Amazon Prime. Uh, I don't think this has been reported anywhere yet, but they've shopped it around, and Amazon Prime is going to be putting it as out as a series. Uh, my phones are blowing up right now, so hold on, man. This is like you know breaking news, as, uh, as the boys and girls that like seems to say. Like a that seems like a good fit with their other content. Like the boys is coming up. I don't know if you guys are familiar with that one, but that oh, looks yeah. like really pretty oh, and hard. I just, I was know, just reading, um, I was just reading the trade um, yeah. again. Uh, and it's absolutely freaking crazy. Uh, Grimjack is going to be a series. So it's going to be a TV show. Um, not a, Oh, sorry, man. This stuff is just blown up all over the place. Uh, <laughs> it's going to be on Amazon and it's going to be a series. So probably eight or 10 episodes. Um, my guess is probably eight episodes. So right in there with all the other stuff Amazon's doing with the boys, which I think premieres next week. Uh, and I am going to totally stream. And I'm glad that, you know, now we have another option for binge watching because Amazon Prime pretty much does the same thing as Netflix. They put up all the episodes at once. Uh, so it's a good thing. Um, uh, so now let's move on to the Hall H stuff. Right. Um, and we'll, let's do it the way that they kind of announced it at the um, at, at San Diego Comic-Con. Um, they kept- hey, Tim, Black- Tim, before you jump out there, we got a super chat from uh, Comic Book Fanatics. Thanks for oh, the spec. Marty. Uh, Thanks Marty. for the spec info. Happy birthday, Tito. Hey, hey. Thank you for the $20, $20 super chat, Marty. I'm going to need that $20 to pay back Marvel Studios when my video gets taken down for copyright infringement. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what's funny is uh, it's clo- it's appearing close to uh, uh, someone on the panel pronounced a new blade leading man. You know what? That's Otto's test later around. No, stop. Stop. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> Um, oh, so yeah. I'm saving up for Otto. He's got a chance to practice. So yeah. let's, let's start off the panel, man. So Hall H was the buzz. It was incredible for it. Um, they first started off and we'll just go off with what I have in my notes. Cause it's easier for me that way. And uh, I'll let Justin buy it. So we got the introduction to the Eternals, uh, yes. dropping November 6, 2020. And I'm going to do the Black Widow, even though Black Widow is the first movie on the slate. We'll talk about that last since it was arguably the largest news of the day since it had um, it had the uh, some footage on it. The only that's amazing that they only showed footage for one uh, movie, but there was cool yeah. graphics and stuff that you may have missed. So uh, the Eternals release date is November 6, 2020. The cast was announced as well. Uh, Jesse, anything, any surprising? I'll go down the list here. And there's some surprises here that we didn't know about. Uh, yeah. First off, Angelina Jolie is going to be playing Thena. Salma Hayek is the actual leader who's Ajax. I believe they gender swapped that. Yep, correct? absolutely. Uh, Richard Madden is going to be Icarus. Uh, uh, Kumail Nanjiani, I should have had. Uh, no, uh, please don't. Is going to be Kingo. And I don't know if you guys saw Spielberg, but that movie was pretty funny. And Camille got yoked, man. Did you see how buffed he was at the, the Hall H? Yo, he was big. Uh, Lauren Ridloff is Makari. Brian mm-hmm. Tyree Henry, who was uh, in Atlanta, which is a great show, um, is Fastos. And Leah McPhee is Sprite. 
And an Asian actor named Don Lee is Gilgamesh, the forgotten yeah. one. So Gilgamesh is basically the strong man of the team. What else did you take from that panel, Justin, about the eternal stuff and other extra info? Because here's the thing why I like to wait a few days after San Diego Comic-Con stuff, there's more details have been announced. What can you tell us about that, Jesse? And I'm leaning toward a specific graphic that they came out about the Eternals. Yes, no, definitely. Well, a couple of things. I just wanted to shout out uh, for Don Lee. If you haven't seen Train to Busan, I highly recommend Great. Uh, that movie. Great. It's a really Great. good movie. Yeah. And then um, Lauren Ridloff, a kind of call out there, is um, she's deaf. She was on The Walking Dead, I think season nine. Um, so that's where a lot of people are introduced to her. But that they're the fact that they're bringing in a, a deaf character and a deaf uh, actor is pretty cool. So just wanted to call that out. But what you're talking about, I know, is a still kind of concept image that was released that shows us the Celestials. Yes. So this is the second time I think the first Guardians of the Galaxy showed the Celestials. So now we're getting you know more. So we know that. Um, we know that the Celeste, or excuse me, the Eternals takes place like what, 35 millions of years in the yeah. past. So when the Celestials mm. first came down to Earth and they did this wacky experiment where they wanted to see what they can make, basically that's where you got the Eternals and the Deviants, right? The mm -hmm. kind of uh, experiment of how they can make uh, humans this super popular race. Uh, so, man, that cat, that's an impressive cast, man. Uh, right. Anthony Jolie, I mean, just fine ass women, too. Uh, Anthony yeah. I thought for sure she'd be Cersei, but. So that kind of surprised well, me. That here's they went what with, is you know. remember the casting news that reports uh, uh, Millie Bobby Brown. Uh, yeah. Millie Bobby Brown is how you say it, right? Yeah. Is, was cast and nobody said anything. And then she later on said, no, I haven't. What I'm hearing is she was cast, but they haven't put the name on the dotted line yet. So they couldn't come out and say it formally, but she's going to be Cersei. Wow, so you got her crazy. coming off, you know, Stranger Things, Godzilla. Yeah. So she's a hot up and coming actor right now. So it kind of makes sense. She's in an extra like home movie with Henry Cavill. Yeah. She's blown. I didn't even know she yeah. was British. I didn't even know yep. that until yeah. I saw an interview. She had an accent. <laughs> I was like, yeah. Um, so here's some more news um, that was next up on it, that the next thing that's coming out. And so here's how they did it. They showed 10 things up on the screen. And basically showed, you know, and everybody thought, wow, 10 movies. So phase four is including uh, three movies on the big screen, right? And seven series that are going to be on Disney+. Plus. So the first series that they debuted, that's going to be, there's not a concrete date on it, just a, a time frame, is fall 2020 of The Falcon and The Winter Soldier. And Anthony Mackie came on stage, same with Sebastian Stan. And who else? was on there, Justin. A little callback to a villain from the past. Got yourself Baron Zemo. That's right. Yeah. So Captain America Civil War, we were first introduced to him. Yeah. So that was, uh, you know, everyone kind of was just like, you know, hey, where's his mask? Where's the outfit? But we didn't get that. But they did show concept art and uh, quick No, us. actually, so they showed a quick little video of the act, the guy who plays Baron yep. Zemo, and he kind of was in character, and then they showed him in the Baron Zemo mask. So mm -hmm. this is one of those rare occasions where you got the double spec of Baron Zemo, right? You know, because everybody thought he was one and done, but no, he's coming back, and he's going to be the baddie in Falcon and Winter Soldier, which comes out fall 2020. Uh, the mm -hmm. next movie that comes out, I couldn't even be more excited about this, man. Shang-Chi, <laughs> legend of the 10 motherfucking rings. All right, why don't you tell us about that? February 21, 2021. 
Donnie Yen is not the Mandarin as we said that he was. What I am hearing, though, is he was in the running for it. But they went with a very, very good actor. If you don't know who Tony Leung is, he is a fantastic actor. He was in um, uh, In the Mood for Love. Uh, he was in the most recently a martial arts movie called The Grandmaster. Before that, he was also in another martial arts movie with Jet Li and Donnie Yen called Hero. He's got great acting chops, and his English is almost perfect. Uh, I didn't know that about it. I didn't even know he could speak English that well, but his English is pretty well. And what I'm telling you is Tony? Tony Leung, yeah. Yeah, he was in the uh, Hard Boiled John Woo movie. Oh, yeah. All the way back in the I remember that, the John Woo yeah, movie. Yeah. He is a very decorated actor in, in Hong Kong cinema. Um, he's almost got that weird Hong Kong, almost British accent. Because, you know, obviously back in the you know 80s, 90s, it was a, it was a, a, a Hong Kong was a British colony before it got taken over by China. Fast forward to right now. There's a lot of stuff on the news about Hong Kong. Go look at they want to get away from the Chinese government. Um, so also Cassid is Aquafina. They didn't say who she was going to be, but we know Tony Leung is going to be the Mandarin. From what I'm finding out is be, they picked him over... Uh, Jet Li, or excuse me, Donnie Yen, because Tony Leung is a stronger actor. And that's no denying. Johnny Yen is great action star, but, you know, his acting chops are great, are good. But Tony Leung is a great actor, if you've ever seen any of his things. Um, where is your cut? People getting money for the Stan Lee tribute. You do not get a cut, sir. I'll no. give you a T-shirt, though. Um, so here's the thing. <laughs> and what Marvel did is they casted a young cat named Simu Lu, a Canadian uh, Chinese actor, as Shang-Chi. This was so under the radar, nobody saw it coming at all. And essentially, it's uh, they just picked them. Here's how it went out. Sunday, he read for the role. Tuesday, he got the role. And then Saturday, he showed up at Hall H San Diego Comic-Con. And he is going to be your new... Shang-Chi. Uh, if you want to see him in action, look at the uh, video I posted most recently. It's a sizzle reel showing him, and he definitely has the athletic uh, acumen for it. I don't know if he has any real martial arts background, but if you're acrobatic and athletic enough, you can get the choreography. Obviously, mm -hmm. Finn Jones is not athletic or acrobatic. Another good example of it. <laughs> any chance. You ever seen Tom Holland doing his acrobatic stuff? That shows that you know he can has the the athletic ability to pull off any choreography. So I, my next guess would be that they hire a, a really good choreographer to do it, right? Maybe Donnie Yen's stunt team, which is a great stunt team. Uh, uh, Yung Wu Ping, who did the Matrix, is another fight great fight choreographer, and they need to get, nail that so to keep the authenticity of it. Um, what I I'm actually hearing think that thing is connected to the movie. Oh, that would be awesome. Uh, Yung Wu Ping also did uh, the action on uh, uh, Hidden Truck, uh, Hidden Dragon, Crouching Tiger. Yeah, uh, he's rather large. I mean, the biggest splash he made in the U.S. was when he did The Matrix. But anybody who's a fan of Hong Kong cinema, Chinese action, kung fu movies, know Yung Wu Ping is a great, a great action choreographer. What I'm hearing is Donnie Yen is still maybe up for a role in Shang Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Um, and possibly could be somebody in the, along the lines of Shang-Chi's mentor that teaches them martial arts and uh, the good stuff. The Legend of the Ten Rings is going to follow the more mystical side of the Mandarin. What they're saying recently is the Mandarin has been around all this whole time lurking in the background. Some say longer than Thanos. So I'm going to see we're going to see some things where he's been watching from afar. Uh, the Legend of the Ten Rings, the Ten Rings of the Mandarin are kind of mystical, almost like Green Lantern, where people bear these Ten Rings. They kind of changed it in the most common current iteration of the mandarin he's more of a of a kind of a crime underlord wearing a you know a expensive suit it's no longer the kind of 
kind of stereotypical, you know, looking like, you know, the guy from Big Trouble in Little China, you know what I'm yeah. saying? You know, yeah, we don't, yeah. So they're going to go with more the kind of, you know, crime lord like the, the Kingpin, right? He's wearing a suit and he's got his underlings. So this cast is, that's an amazing cast. And this keeps uh, the folks in China happy because Tony Leung is a great actor. I don't know about Aquafina. She kind of annoys me every now and then. The Simo Liu cat is- uh, she, she, she makes me laugh. Yeah. Simo Liu is actually, he's in a uh, Canadian sitcom, which people tell me is absolutely hilarious. It's called the Kim Inconvenience or Convenience. It follows like a, it's a, it's a sit, it's a, um, a sitcom that takes place in you know Canada and it's on Canadian TV, so I'm gonna have to check that out. Yes, Lopan thing, Lopan, of course. Like, how can I not forget it? But you know, I'm yeah. trying to do all the stuff at the same time, James. It's kind of hard, man. Yeah, um, hey, we gotta give a shout out real quick, Tim. We got another uh super chat, ten dollar super chat from Christopher Donaldson. Said uh, Donaldson, it said, uh, thanks for the killer news on Machine Man last week. You guys make collecting comics fun again. There you go, man. We like to hear that. That's good stuff. Thank you very I much. Appreciate it, man. We appreciate it, man. I'm telling you, I'm trying to keep up with all this hard work because Ryan is not help to help me with the uh, yeah. production. What about, what about did they did they say something or was this just uh, pander where they said that in Ant Man and one of the Ant Mans for the first or second one, some one of the gangsters had like a gun that had like ten rings on it, and they're saying it's that been this has been planned. I mean, the man, the ten rings have kind of been sprinkled throughout, so it'd be kind yeah. of curious when they do come out with the movie. I, I, but they go back and say, and they kind of do retrospectives and say, "Hey, look, he's kind of been here this whole time." Yes, right, 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 right. Uh, next up on the slate for Marvel is WandaVision, Spring 2020. This is one of the weirder ones where we are like, "What the hell is it?" We still haven't gotten more. All we know is uh, Scarlet Witch is in it. Um, we're gonna get the um, Vision is gonna be in it. Uh, they both came out, and the actress that plays Scarlet Witch said it's going to be one of the weirdest things you've ever seen. <laughs> uh, so, I mean, my guess is it's going to be close to the uh, oh, shout out to Dave in the Cave Man for a $4.99 uh, shout out. Uh, super chat. God, I'm trying to keep up with everybody. Sorry. Um, so, the Remember, it was it Tom King who did it, right? Who did the division? Uh, yes, series, yeah, the series, right? yeah. That, and this, that's really weird. Where Vision has a family and everything, but Scarlet Witch isn't in that one, by the way. Um, but this is going to be coming out in soon, um, spring 2020. Man, there's so much to keep up with. I don't even know how they're going to do this. And we, you know what? What and we, they haven't even talked about yet is the Hulu stuff, which is coming right. out. Uh, D23, and I got some stuff for that and later in the show if we still have time because I'm trying to cut through this because it's 35 minutes in. We still got the Black Knight report to get to. Next up, Loki. Spring 2021 is the release date and all this is coming on uh, obviously, sorry, Falcon, Winter Soldier, WandaVision and Loki are all coming on Disney Plus by the way. Yeah. So Loki is coming on Spring 2021. Tom Hiddleston came out. So basically, this is going to take place. Jesse, Justin, do you know? Uh, say that again? When does the Justin or Jesse, man, there's too many J's in there. Uh, <laughs> I want to get Jesse involved. When does Loki take place? I do believe it is tied to Avengers Endgame. Yeah, it takes place after Endgame. It's, it, there was a scene where they went back in time and there was a Loki who took the Tesseract and kind of like slipped away. So yes. it's going to follow that story. Where, where so did he go? This is Loki possessing the Cosmic Cube or the Tesseract, whatever you want to call it. There's been some interesting theories coming out today about if you look on your screen right now, the actual Loki font on there, and people are already guessing why. Because why would they go so far out of the way to make each letter look so different? They're probably saying that it's from different eras in time. Yeah. Uh, yes. You know, so that's really weird. Um, 
And next up is probably the one I'm most excited for outside of Shang-Chi. A boom! Doctor Strange in the in the multiverse of madness. Wow, and look at that. Spells out all kinds of implications. That's a hell of a name. So yeah. Loki That's a hell of a logo. Comes yeah. out in spring 2021. Uh Doctor Strange 2 in the Multiverse of Madness, May 7th, 2021. And I'm going to say with Phase 4, they went really buck wild with the names. I mean, besides Eternals, but Shang-Chi uh, and the, you know, uh, the Legend of the Ten Rings. Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. And I will take this one over because I'm super stoked about this. The, um, the director, Scott Derrickson, came out and was talking about it. And he said, I mean, this actually, before I get to that, let me, t I, I totally left my notes here. I'm sorry. I'm just scattered. But, um, uh, let me see. Okay. So, oh, let me go back. You know what? God, where do you want to go with this? Uh, let me go back to, <laughs> while you're uh, thinking about that, I just want to say that these names I've heard, like some people like, ah, oh, is that like, that's a weird name, but to me, they're cool. They're like oh, really yeah. like, Comic book names, you know, they're just well, of course, yeah, be like from the 1920s yeah. or 30s, like Flash right. Gordon and the right, exactly. back to WandaVision, man. Because there's a, a big thing that I wanted to discuss about WandaVision that we didn't talk about. WandaVision will include Monica Rambo, played by Tanoya Paris. We saw a young Monica in Captain Marvel. Remember that Monica? She was the daughter, mm -hmm. uh, um, and she will be an adult in the WandaVision show. So, this goes to the spec earlier of the first appearance of Monica Rambo, who is a yep. second. Captain or third Captain Marvel, the African American Captain Marvel from the Avengers, who know who now goes by the name of Spectrum in the Ultimates. So there you go. So now we have so now we have the Captain Marvel movie leading directly into this WandaVision, where Captain uh, Monica Rambo is now an adult, which is pretty cool. Uh, and let me go back to Loki. Sorry, man, I should have went with my notes that I I don't know why I spend time writing on these notes. You know. Uh, so uh, Loki would take place after Endgame. Snoki snaps a scepter, slips into time and space, and that's why we have the different things. Okay, let me cut. Now that we're caught up, let's go. Doctor Strange, May 7, 2021. And yo, this is I am super stoked about this. Um, so Kevin Feige came out and said, just because Mysterio was lying about the universe doesn't mean it doesn't exist. Mm -hmm. So it says it right there in the title. And plus, everybody was talking about who, you know, Beck and the multiverse. Yo, Doctor Strange talked about it way back in Doctor Strange number one. Remember, they talked about different exactly. uh, dimensions and everything, right? Yeah. So, Scott Derrickson revealed that this would be the first scary horror film in the MCU. Um, and also, which was a major drop of news, is Scarlet Vision will be in Doctor Strange into the Multiverse of Madness. So, that goes back to um, that goes back to what you're seeing with um, you know, now they're kind of moving Scarlet Witch into her magic, right? Because if you remember in the comics, right, she started as a mutant, right? And then they had hex powers and then full-blown sorcery powers. So she's yeah. considered magic. So it looks like they're moving in that direction with her now. Uh, so that's pretty cool, man. Um, you know, I, I'm super stoked for this, man. So, and then, you know, Scott Derrickson also said, hey, we want to make a, you know, because Scott Derrickson obviously is from horror films, and so he wants to make it the first. And this opens up multiple ways of bringing in different characters from other multiverses and, you know, the negative zone from now that they have the Fox stuff, mutants. And we're going to talk about that later, actually, is a huge piece of news about Doctor Strange. But I want to get through this uh, news first, because the next one is something I'm super stoked about, too. 
Yeah, this is good what stuff right now. Coming out in 2021. What do you guys know about what if, yo? We love it. We love it. So much great story. stories. Some of the best stories out there. So and one of those what, is really hot right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So what if is going to be uh, coming out as an animated series on Disney Plus. Uh, Jeffrey White will voice the watcher i don't know if it's actually you to but it's going to be jeffrey Wright. if you're not familiar with jeffrey Wright, he's he's uh the main guy in uh westworld on hbo great yep. great actor he's got again he's got the gravitas and the voice to pull it yeah. off mm-hmm. and it's gonna feature pretty much everybody in the mcu uh and the reason they can do this it's animated so they're just going to be doing voice work and they're going to be basing all the what if stories on all the marvel story movies that have been out so far so it'll be something like what if thanos you know wasn't defeated or what if you know that fat (laughs) exactly they're going to be all kinds of stuff and it's going to be animated so they could really go real far off with this man so I can't wait for this, man. You this know, one of my favorite comics ever, and it can go really dark. And they they showed the screen. I, unfortunately, I didn't grab it, but it's going to be huge. And what if it's coming out summer 2021? Here's probably the biggest spec of the day um, is Hawkeye coming out fall 2021. And who our favorite female archer is going to show up there, Jesse? Kate, Kate Bishop. That's right. They showed a little graphic, and actually, the you know who leaked it? Uh, Jeremy Renner. <laughs> yeah. On his, he leaked the actual footage of it because nobody could take footage of it. So they showed like a quick little sizzle reel, and it showed Hawkeye, and then it showed Kate Bishop on the screen, and it just blew up. And then Jeremy Renner came out and said, "Yeah, he's going to be chaining, uh, training Kate Bishop to be the Hawkeye." Um, what's funny is it's not his daughter. So, you know, everybody who was speculating mad crazy on Avengers Endgame, we told you that, you know, Hawkeye's daughter is not Kate Bishop. Well, it's going to be a separate Kate Bishop. So this is leading the way to a potential Young Avengers movie that we also tease on the Black Knight Report a while ago. But think about uh, Loki, there's a kid Loki. If you think about Scarlet Witch, her son was part of the Young Avengers. Yeah, Wiccan, Hulkling, all connected throughout these shows. I do believe I posted my Young Avengers number one on Top Air on Tuesday. You definitely did. And we've been talking about Young Avengers for almost 10 months now. So, you know, if you guys haven't jumped on those books or think we're just talking to hear our our self-talk, that might be true. But, you know, those books should be grabbing right now. Oh, Ryan's got jokes. What if Age of Ultron was good? Oh, oh. hey, I enjoyed it. Right. Come on, man. Jeez, Ryan is so <laughs> angry and bitter. He's got to be a DC fan. Um, so next up is this one was kind of out of left field, too. I didn't really expect this title, mm. but we are getting a Thor movie. Thor Love and Thunder is mounts for November 5th, 2021. Uh, Taika Waititi is back, and you know, we everybody reported that like you know, weeks and weeks ago. Uh, but they brought back Chris Helmsworth, came out there, Tessa Thompson came back there, she's going to be reprising a role as Valkyrie. And what surprised everybody was who else came out next, and who was that, Jesse? Padme Amadala. Holy shit. Coming together, damn it. That's right. Anakin is actually the son of Thor. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Um, So Natalie Portman. Yeah. So Natalie Portman came out on screen and Taika was asked what inspired uh, this film, uh, Thor, Love and Thunder. And Taika Waititi said during the filming of Thor Ragnarok, he was reading a lot of Mighty Thor by the Jason Aaron. And he then invited Natalie Portman on stage and revealed that Jane Foster will take up the mantle of Thor. Now, I've been guessing that this is not a real title. 
Um, it just, it, you remember like, you know, Silver, you know, uh, uh, America's Serpent Society, and then they end up changing it to Civil War because they didn't want to spoil it. But maybe this is it. What do you guys think? Yeah, it's definitely going to change. I mean, this is too. Yeah. Masters of the Universe, He-Man logo looks That's totally the logo yeah. that they tweaked you know, out. Gordon, there's, there's no yeah. way that this sticks. You know, right. what, what's interesting is during if you if if you guys can pull it up on YouTube now, but they showed um, the actual panels themselves, right? And yeah. when the uh, Jessica Chabot from um, uh, the Nerdist asked them, you know, what did you you know where did you come up with this name, Love and Thunder? And Taka Batiti was like like dancing around the question, like you know, you have to love and thunder. And it was like, yeah, I don't know if he's really right. believing what he's saying. You know what I'm saying? So, I think maybe it's a placeholder, and it's something that's spoilerific, like. Um, like if you say Thor the God Butcher, everybody would know exactly what that was, right? Yeah. And if you think about the Jason Aries storytellings, or you could say Thor, Goddess of Thunder, or Thor, the death of Jane Foster, or some shit like, you know what I mean? I don't know. We'll see, man. I mean, either way, it's still kind of goofy, like something Taika Waititi would do, but uh, we're getting Thor, Love and Thunder, uh, and it sounds dope, man. Right. Uh, you know, there's already like, Jesse, what were you saying? The, are the people, are the haters already coming out against uh, female Thor? Yeah, you know, there's a lot of the uh, the same uh, verbiage that people were using for Brie Larson and Captain Marvel about, oh, you know, this this woman and did she earn it? You know, where she been um, all this time and here she is. Suddenly she's Thor taking up the mantle. You know, all yeah, that kind of talk. It's Man, fine. You know, I, I, I read Jason Aaron's uh, storyline because that is a great storyline. Really, very yeah. emotional, very thought out. I mean, I thought it was great. You know, here's my casting. Yo, man, we need to get Lady Brianna fucking Toth to play Lady Thor. Because obviously Jane Foster is way too slight to be playing right. you know, Thor. Because in the comics too, she's like old school. Uh, she's like old school Thor where he hits a stick and becomes Thor. Yep. Well, I think in the comics, Jane Foster, the Jane Foster female Thor is that, right? Because remember she wears a mask. She's huge. Nobody knows she had cancer. So it'd be interesting how they do this, right? If they, you know, make her uh, dying of cancer and everything else like that. So it'd be interesting, man. So we got Valkyrie involved. We got to, we heard Angela's going to be involved. So it's going to be really interesting. What are you going to do? Ladies. Right. You know, yeah. I do want to say though, if you've been following this on eBay after these announcements, man, you could go on eBay, you know, two weeks ago, you could have gone on eBay and buy the Thor one for five bucks. Now people are getting 20, 25 bucks, bucks raw. And when you want to talk about like comic book speculating and comic book investing, if that's a $5 book and you flip it for 25 bucks, you make it five times your money. That's pretty good. You don't have to, you know, buy the big books to get a little bit of a uh, increase, but I think this is a great way to get these books. Now there's none left because Justin bought them all. So <laughs> well, he all bought them all. didn't he get denied one? Uh, yeah, he denied I, had a bunch of them. I had five in my cart and they all got sniped. So I went on a plane <laughs> and bought five of them. Do you want to shout out the website that uh, denied your sale because you uh, the uh, there was movie news that dropped? Uh, yeah, scottscomics.com. Don't ever buy from them because I, I literally buy, I bought two number ones and the number eight where she's taking off her helmet and reveals herself. Yep. And the email I got back said, this is movie speculation. Uh, I have the right to cancel these orders. And I was like, okay. There you go. So reverse shout out to scottscomics.com. Yeah. Don't go to scottscomics.com and don't use scottscomics.com. You can go to carouscomics.com or you go to geekyswagshop.com, but don't go to scottscomics.com because if you buy something and movie news has just recently dropped, he will. He has the uh, ability to cancel your order. Kind of like shady dealings on people on eBay where they you know, don't pay for stuff. Um, so the only footage of the day that actually came out was Black Widow. Uh, mm -hmm. And this confirmed a lot of speculation that's been going on there. They attach a teaser trailer, included a fight between Natasha and Yelena Belova, the second 
modern uh, era Black Widow. And also, mm -hmm. who else, Jesse, did they confirm uh, to be the film's antagonist? Uh, a little guy that uh, knows how to copy other people named Taskmaster. <laughs> Tony mm. Master. Actually, his exact powers are he has photogra photographic yeah. reflexes. So yep. anything he sees, he can mimic. So what's curious, uh, the people who saw the footage said Taskmaster mimic exactly what um, exactly what uh, Black Widow did in a fight. Um, mm. So, you know, that's interesting that they did that. Uh, what's also big is that finally they announced who David Harbour's playing. He's playing the Red Guardian. So whoever was specking on the Red Guardian, go and pat yourself on the back. Uh, be careful, though. I do believe he's going to be a one and done. Yeah. Yeah. I think Barry Gary was specking on this. He was talking about yeah. this book. But he specs on a lot of books. Yeah, too, because, so. you know, it's, it's either Red Guardian or Omega Red. There's not many yeah. <laughs> characters you can choose from, man. So, you know, you got to be careful on that. But I, I would have guessed that, you know, he's one and done. Uh, so always be careful on these type of villains. Uh, so, you know, we always say spec on the, the heroes, not the villains. Uh, so Black Widow's made. So I'll throw up here. Here's the final call sheet, man. We'll run it down one more time. So Eternals, November 6, 2020. Falcon Winter Soldier, Fall 2020 on Disney+. Plus. Shang-Chi in the theaters, fe February 21st, 2021. The movie is titled Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. WandaVision on Disney+, Plus in spring 2020. Loki on Disney+, Plus in spring 2021. Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, May 7th, 2021. What If? Summer 2021. Hawkeye, Fall 2021. Thor, Love and Thunder, November 5th, 2021, and Black Widow, May 1st, 2020. So let me see. One, two, three, four, five movies and five Disney Plus shows. Mm -hmm. So that covers you up to um, November 5th, 2021, and that's phase four. They haven't announced phase five yet, and they haven't announced um, – oh, excuse me. They haven't announced phase five yet. And they haven't announced the DC, uh, the Hulu stuff yet, which is I'm hearing is going to be coming out on D23. Uh, yeah. Also, another favorite part of the show I like to do is called uh, Debunking the Funk. Um, yeah. There's rumors that came out about um, Man of Steel number two and Black Adam being it. False. No, there is no Man of Steel 2 movie in development at all right now. Uh, Warner Bros. Has, has no plans with Man of Steel or Superman at this point. What they're doing is Supergirl but they're kind of don't know what they want to do with Superman right now. Uh, so we can debunk that. Um, uh, also, since how much time we got here, boys and girls, do you guys want a black night report? Should we drop a black night report? Yeah, on? Let's do a little bit. Let's do yeah, a little bit. I'm feeling good, man. It's my birthday. Say, why not? Why not? Nine minutes to knock this out. Um, so let's do this, man. So I got some news here that we're going to, I'm trying to drop as quickly as I can. So we don't step in other live shows. Uh, what I'm hearing is should Adam, black Adam be filmed? Although skepticism, skepticism circles the project because Warner Brothers' chaotic nature and The Rock's busy schedule, that Isis is being planned as his lover for the Black Adams movie. Uh, she currently appears on TV's Legends of Tomorrow, so they're trying to get Isis in there. So if you're specking on that, boys and girls, that is Shazam number 25. And I think I have it right here. And let me throw up my little banner. There you go. This is uh, Shazam number 25 is the first appearance of Isis. Already a good book to spec on. It's yeah. already been picking up. But if you get a chance to pick it up, pick it up, pick it up, pick it up. So what did you see on that book today? 
Uh, I didn't look at any books. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. No, no. Yeah, why didn't you, Lovato? Why didn't you make well, it? I was hoping, you know what? I thought because you guys already owned it, so I figured, all right, maybe I'll go take a look yeah. at it. But yeah, it's. I think it's like a forty, fifty dollar book right now. So okay. It's, it's a good. It's a good amount. Um, it's a good book. I was looking up actually um, when I saw this, um, kind of trying to figure out how soon we would potentially get a Black Adam movie. Uh, I think it's going to be a couple years down the road. I was looking at. Um, Dwayne's uh, schedule, and he's got uh, Jack Burton coming up in a Big Trouble in Little China reboot, Doc Savage, San Andreas 2, and uh, another movie called King Kamehameha. So he's got a lot of stuff in the works. Yeah. Uh, King Kamehameha sounds like a placer name. Like, what if that's an actual Namor movie and they just put in that name? Maybe. Like, uh, but man, that Big Trouble in Little China movie, I think he's producer because he said he doesn't want to be Jack Burton because he would piss off the entire population of geekdom if he tried to play right. Jack Burton in a Big Trouble in Little China film. Um, so I don't, I, hopefully that doesn't happen. Uh, let me see. Do I have any uh, other things? I have? Oh, okay. Here, let me, let me show this uh, because this is going to be in the news next. Well, let me just go through. Sorry, boys and girls. Um, finally, I got some news on uh, Kevin Feige and the X-Men plans. The working title for the first MCU mutant film is House of X. Sound familiar? Because it just came out today. Kevin Feige is looking at different ways to rebrand the franchise, especially after Dark Phoenix bombed. Jonathan Hickman's X-Men reboot is being looked at for inspiration for Marvel Studios, has been given advance access, excuse me, and Marvel Studios have been given advance access to his plots and scripts. So quite possibly House of X stuff is going to be used that kind of a work print, you know, because right now they have so much X-Men history and all these movies that they, you know, and they're, the timing of Hickman rebooting X-Men right now, quite possibly setting a roadmap for what the movies are going to do with X-Men. It makes it makes good sense. So it's a brand new book. So pick them up. Uh, Otto, um, there, there was an actor that was announced for Blade. What's his name? Oh, geez. Here we go. So here. this was a little quiz today that uh, Tim kind of said, hey, let's try to figure this out. And I butchered it today. Mahala Ali. No, I can't even do it. I can't even say it. I don't want to. No, just say it anyway. Let's. Uh, so here, let me lead, let me let me lead this up so he has time to practice it. At the very end of the Hall H panel, they came. An actor came out. He put on a hat, and sure enough, they're going to be doing Blade. They didn't announce any time frame for it yet, but you know, probably Phase Five, Phase Six. But the actor basically called them up and said, "Yo." I want to play Blade, and they were like, you know what? You got you won two Oscars. You can have whatever the hell you want. So they're hmm. gonna try to figure it out. And uh, the actor's name is uh, I I I kids was Mahala Ashala Ali. Is oh that better? God. No, try it again though. This is hilarious. No, okay. <laughs> this is the last time I'm gonna do it. Mahur, I I can't do it. Forget it. I can't even say it now. Okay. Right track. His name is Mahershala Ali. So yes. I just wanted Otto to keep swirting, <laughs> sweating it out, man. Should have heard the first time he said it. I have the audio, so I'm. So do I. I was playing it. Actually, I almost played your audio. That's what I was looking for, so I could get away with it. Ali is going to be playing Blade, and I think this is great. I mean, he was pretty good. You don't want a Blade-looking character of his. Uh, look at uh, Battle Ang. Ang Battle Alita. Alita. Alita Battle Angel. There you go. Uh, he's kind of got the same vibe, like dark glasses and everything. You know, people worried about his age, but you know what? All these Hollywood actors look a lot younger than. No, everybody. he was great as Cottonmouth. You know what I mean? He's almost fifty years old. Okay. Yeah. He's no sticky fingers, though. Let me tell you that. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, so you know what? There you go, Mahershala Ali. Say it, Otto. Just say it before Mahershala Ali. Ali. There you All go. right. All so. Right. 
So we uh, actually broke this news uh, a while ago, but we were we told you that Blade was coming to Hulu. So mm. here's how things are. You know, anytime we say things are subject to change, this is one of those things. So Blade was originally scheduled to show up on Hulu as part of the whole Spirits of Vengeance thing. Well, when Mahershala Ali calls you up and says, yo, I want to work with Marvel and I want to be Blade, you say yes. And how much money do you want? Because this is he's he's got he's got the acting chops. He's got two Oscars. So now when you say Blade starring Academy Award winner Mahershala right. Ali. Uh, so now what I'm finding is uh, Tomb of Dracula, which we speculated on that was coming to Hulu, has been put on hold because uh, here's why. And this is pretty big news. Everybody's been complaining about Wesley Snipes not being in Blade. Well, the guy's almost 60 years old, but he owes back taxes. So anyway, Wesley Snipes has been offered the role of Count Dracula in the new Blade film. And that's why Blade has been put on hold on Hulu. And that's one way to get Wesley Snipes into a Blade film. Uh, so, you know, they're saying, hey, man, if we want you in it, but if you want to be, you know, a role in it, we can give you Tomb of Dracula. We can give you, you can be Dracula. And then you have, you know, Mahershala Ali playing Blade. Maybe they're related. Maybe he's half Dracula's son. You know, you know, if you know the history of Blade, at least his mother was human. His father was a vampire. So there you go. So yeah. this kind of leads in everything we talked about on the Hulu stuff that they're going to be developing the darker stuff, the supernatural stuff. Blade makes that bridge just like that. And the shame is that he was coming to Hulu, but now maybe, you know, my man Ray Jr. will be happy because now he's going to be on the big screen, not on the small screen. So that's pretty awesome, man. So uh, let's cut right through this. Um, the next yeah. one, this is something that we can spec on. So uh, Black Knight is telling me that because we didn't even talk about this. There's so much news out. Well, Age of the Shield is coming to an end. Coming right. Yeah. So not this season, but the second half or season seven will be the end of the longest running ABC's uh, Marvel series ever. If you think about it, it's longer than anything that ran on Netflix, right? Seven right. seasons. You know, and I miss it. It's got its ups and downs. And it was the first one, though. You know what I mean? It was really, it really came yeah. to the TV at a great time. So with it ending, uh, and there's been some uh, people speculating on this for, but kind of indirectly, if you uh, the end scenes of Spider-Man: Homecoming was Nick Fury on a space platform of some sort, mm -hmm. and what's coming, boys and girls, onto Hulu, or excuse me, ABC, is Sword, right? Uh, let me see if I can get the acronym for this. Sentient uh, <laughs> World Observation and Response Department. Say that again. Sentient World Observation and Response Department. What yep. he said. Uh, yeah. Sword TV show is being prepped for Hulu after Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. So this kind of gives you a show kind of based on agents, you know, and this they're more of a galactic police as opposed to Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is more on an earthly thing. So right. with uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. ends in the seventh season, uh, it wasn't also Age of the Shield wasn't canceled. It's ending. So it told its story, right? It's kind of like right. Breaking Bad. You know, here's the famous show that didn't know when to end, which was The Walking Dead. It just kept on going and going and going. So a lot of times your show tells its story and you just end it. It's not, you know, then so there and, you know, and Age of the Shield is definitely it's time to end it. Right. It's, it's, right. it's storytelling. But so it's being uh, it's ending and certain characters in Age of the Shield will live on in the sword show. So you got that. So this goes more onto what phase four and five of Marvel is doing. They're going more cosmic, more galactic, out of Earth, right? You know, Captain Marvel 2, Guardians of the Galaxy. We didn't even talk about that. Oh, but anyway, right now. How did I even skip that? So, uh, by the way, this is your spec book alert. Honestly, X-Men 
this is the first appearance of sword uh this is astonishing x-men i want to say volume three issue six uh yep. this is the first appearance of sword and i think abigail brand is uh she's the chick with like a blue green hair or whatever uh, too many yeah. characters with green hair man it throws you off just like i was just thinking about it marvel has way too many blue characters nightcrawler uh mystique and you know beast you know and of course eventually they all have to be related because they're all the same damn color um but that's your spec book and we didn't even talk about this jesus so much news at the end of the hall h panel kevin feige says you know what i so much news i didn't even tell you that oh yeah the fantastic four are coming and so are mutants so that it gives you credence to why they're calling the first movie house of x and that this could be similar to then maybe it's 2019 and you can't call them x-men you have to call them x people correct house mm -hmm. of x x factor x mutant whatever that's why he kevin feige specifically said fantastic four and mutants are coming um god i, I can't believe I, I skipped that part and he also said oh by the way we didn't have enough time but black panther 2 captain marvel 2 and guardians of the galaxy 3 are coming <laughs> so so that's why Ooh. uh when we say d23 is going to be huge it's because kevin feige didn't have enough time a lot of to him in the 90 minutes of hall h presentation to even cover everything that they're working on and this encompasses um phase four phase five also, let me give you this update, boys and girls. We've been talking about Keanu Reeves for a long time, and he's still coming. Keanu Reeves, this is off the Black Knight Report. Keanu Reeves still hasn't made a decision regarding the MCU. Also, although he, Keanu Reeves, is leaning towards Adam Warlock. That's who he wants to play. Apparently, his partners in the John Wick films are wanting him to do a Moon Knight movie with them, You know, which would kind of give him the action sequences that John Wick does. Um, so John Wick partners want him to do a Moonlight movie, which would be greenlit immediately. Obviously, if he wants to play Keanu, uh, Adam Warlock, they would have to somehow figure out where to fit him in, either in Guardians of the Galaxy 3 or Fantastic Four movie. But Moon Knight could stand on its own. That's why the John Wick guys are, want him to do it. But ultimately, it's up to Keanu Reeves what he would rather do. What do you guys think of that? Moon Knight or Adam Warlock for Keanu Reeves? I could see him with Adam Warlock. Long hair, just put some gold on him. I definitely think he's got the chops for that, so... What about you, Otto? Oh, Otto's muted. Jess, what about you? I don't know, man. I, I still wanted him to Silver Surfer. No. <laughs> All right, I'm muted uh, myself. But Jesse, I just want to say, I don't think he would fit a Mark Spector. So uh, that's what I don't like. He might be a big good Moon Knight in a costume, but not a Mark Spector at all. So Jesse, what do you think about that? Yeah, I mean, I guess... It, Moon Knight's tough because he has all these different personalities and you have to be distinctive in each one. I like Keanu Reeves as an actor, but I don't know if he has that type of range to like play all these different, um, you know, personalities. with OG Moon Knight where he's not so psychotic with exactly. multiple personalities, right? Just Mark Spector, mercenary, get the fist of Khonshu kind of thing. So, you know, I, and I don't expect the answer soon because he's in the middle of filming Bill and Ted's right now. So hopefully by D23, uh, I'm also hearing The Rock is in that same situation. He's one of those things where he's a super popular actor. He's got a busy schedule, but he's still in talks. He still wants to be Namor. So that's where that's going. Um, last story of the day, man. This is And this is dropped just today. And uh, it's funny. Black Knight said, yo, man, I'm getting you this uh, as a birthday present to you. Um, so let me tell you how this leads into... And let me put the graphic up for it because I wanted to come back to this. So this is how they're going to introduce mutants into the MCU. This was got this news fresh off the presses today. 
Uh, the mutants are coming to the MCU via Doctor Strange and the Scarlet Witch. It's being currently being developed, but the plans are for WandaVision on Disney Plus, then Doctor Strange in the multiverse to open up the portal to the X-Men in the MCU. WandaVision will finally explore her secret origin of the Scarlet Witch, revealing her father to be Eric Lencher. Although you not might be shown, certainly not as Magneto. In outlines read by sources, Doctor Strange in the Mur excuse me, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Good lord, that's a mouthful. Is a loose adaptation of, and somebody in the live chat nailed it earlier. Is yeah. a loose adaptation of House of M, with the character Nightmare tormenting Scarlet Witch's mind. The Sleepwalkers, and we've already alluded to this as well. Sleepwalkers are set to appear in the Multiverse of Madness before the Rick Sheridan version ends up in Hulu. So the Rick Sheridan version is the the sleepwalker version that we were specking on and he's coming to Hulu at the spirits of vengeance. Woo. So that's, that's how yeah. they're going to introduce it. So now this kind of multiverse thing makes more sense, right? right? This gives them a way to introduce mutants into the MCU. This is amazing. I hope this happens. Obviously, you know, things can change, but how else would you introduce mutants into the MCU, right? You already have fantasy four, all the cosmic stuff. Into the multiverse of madness allows them to, you know, look at different multiverses, uni universes, six one six. As to, I mean, they've been hinting at this this entire time. So now we're gonna get that. Yo, Scarlet Witch is actually a mutant. Her father is Magneto, and they're gonna say perhaps the Fox Universal films is just another multiverse. What do you guys think of that, Jesse? That's pretty cool. That's a great route to go. And uh, like you said, it opens up so much. Like that could be the same vehicle where Fantastic Four come in. You know, um, there's just so much that they can do with it, and um, I'm excited for it. Yeah, I think the Fantastic Four would be easier uh, simply because they could just introduce them, right? You know, they just get these powers. But the, the problem with the X Men is they have such a long history already yeah. in the MCU and in comic books and everything. Like I originally thought that they can bring them in, like the original X Men. You know, they're you know the kids and the gifted school. But I think it's hard for Marvel to ignore so many damn X-Men movies, right? right? I mean, maybe Dark Phoenix. <laughs> Try to ignore the hell out of that one. I mean, was it that awful, guys? To where No, it wasn't that awful. Yes, it was. Only saving grace of the film was the, the, uh, the train scene at the, the end. The train I, scene, yes. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you know, seeing you know seeing Phoenix develop her powers, but prior to that, it was like, good Lord, it was, it was a bit tedious. Um, you know, I mean, you guys saw my review. I was yeah. Yeah. Yeah, your review. <laughs> uh, so that's how they're going to introduce. What do you think, Justin? I actually think it's great because if you look at it, they were introduced in what, Age of Ultron. They got they got their powers from the the Loki scepter. Yep. And if you kind of go back into that, it's like they got it because they were experimented on. Now, so how many people were experimented on before that? And they were the survivors. So maybe the reason why they survived is because they had the X gene. And that kind of, you know, at least alludes to where you're going with the whole multiverse. So that's kind of where they're going to go with this whole uh, mutants. Uh, David and Cave asked, when is D23? It is August 23rd or something like that. It's 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 about know. a month away. It's going to be in Anaheim also. Uh, already sold out, but I'm trying to get in. Uh, so man, if I can get into the damn panel, that would be awesome, man. I, oh. I do have a hookup to get me into D23. Even if it's sold out, I don't have a hookup to get me into the Marvel panel because we know some uh, people that work at, uh, at Disneyland proper, not right. you know, Marvel. Got to do it. Uh, but man, that's exciting news. I mean, that's I mean, I can you know I was joking that you know now we know why DC didn't show up at Hall H. Um, you know, and maybe they got to talk to the Black Knight too, and the Black Knight said, "Yo, man, Marvel's about to drop the shit on everybody." Uh, and you know, just seeing the reaction on Twitter. 
Uh, and then watching the videos, I mean, the crowd was hype. I mean, they brought out every actor for a, a group photo at the end of the Hall H presentation. Right. It was everybody. It was absolutely huge. I mean, and this kind of goes to people who are talking about, oh, can Marvel survive without Robert Downey Jr. and Chris Evans? But yeah. you know, yeah. they, we haven't even touched the stuff about Hulu yet. Right. So, you know, I just want to talk two things, which I thought was unbelievable how Kevin Feige just dropped the mic. When he came out and he started talking about the Eternals to go all the way back to that, he said in true Jack Kirby fashion. So, you know, those storyboards that Jack drew are is what they're using and what Kevin Feige, I believe, is saying is the blueprint. So let's use it. And that just that was unbelievable. They gave away like 7000 Black Widow hats. I mean, I can't get one. Somebody can't throw me one. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, you know, he just dropped the mic. It was fantastic. I, you know, I, I saw it a bunch of times from a different lot of different um, interviewers and I got a lot of great information from it. I thought it was fantastic. Yeah, yeah, and you had mentioned the hats. That was really cool. That was like at the end when they showed that footage from Black Widow, they yeah. had all the hats. Right. Everybody put their hats on, and that's when Mahershala put his hat on, except his hat said Blade, and that's how it was announced. So yeah. that was a pretty cool way to do yeah, it. Yeah, everybody got like a swag uh, bag for it too, uh, you know, for uh, showing up at Hall H. And you know, it's kind of cool that, you know, the, the argument has been how come Hall H doesn't stream live and everything. But you know what? I don't think it should. It should be something exclusive for the people who stood in line for slept in line, excuse me, for a day or two to get this stuff. Like you would never, you never ever saw the Infinity uh, War footage that came out. You never ever did. It stayed at Hall H. It stayed at D23. Just like you probably won't see the Black Widow footage, you know, and it's, you know, it's it's for those folks. Right. But here's the thing, man. We got a lull between films. We, we got a long lull. Uh, if you look at it, uh, we got to wait till November for the Eternals. Or excuse me, uh, Black Widow. Excuse me. So May 1st, 2020 for Black Widow. And then November for <laughs> November for the Eternals. But in between that, you'll have the Falcon Winter Soldier. But man, so we only got like... Mm, we got to wait till May 2020 right? for uh, the next MCU. But, you know, for right. Black Widow, we didn't touch on this. We're finally going to find out about Budapest. I mean, how many times yeah. was that? Uh, so let me, I'm sorry. I didn't even touch on that either. You know? It was just, it's one of those things with cram full of news. So basically, yeah. Black Widow, to that, I just want to mention the gap real quick. I think that's where Sony's going to um, put the third Spider Man movie. Yeah. And oh, possibly uh, Deadpool 3 uh, under yep. the Fox banner. Oh. No, you guys are uh, smart, yeah. man. Yeah, so you're going to have something in between, but Deadpool 3 is definitely going to be rated R, and it's still going to be under the Fox banner, so you're going to see that. And then the Spider-Man 3 is coming out soon. Uh, we speculated on that. Um, Black Widow takes place right after Civil War. Um, and it's she's going to reflect back on what happened during Budapest. And so that's where you're going to see you know Red Guardian and all these other characters. So we know it's not post uh, Endgame, so she's still dead. So that's why I'm be, care be careful on specking on Red Guardian. Quite possibly, he's one and done. Taskmaster might be one and done as well because you know that takes place in Budapest. But Taskmaster definitely probably has more. Uh, more power. I could uh, see Taskmaster showing up in the Hawkeye series. Yes. About yeah. It. yeah. Right. Or even um, the, the Cap. There was a rumor about uh, U.S. Agent being in that show. That's yeah. right. We and talked about it. Henry yeah, Cavill is not so going to be. Taskmaster is the one who trained U.S. Agent. Right. Um, He's a very interchangeable so. character. Well, Taskmaster is not, you use the D&D &D term, he is not chaotic evil. Uh, right. He's a mercenary. So if you pay him to train superheroes, he'll train superheroes. Uh, shout out to all my D&D &D players out there. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I, I think that's, 
it. Is there anything else that we didn't touch on? We plastered hey, through a lot of stuff, man. Not at all. Oh, Rachel hey, Weiss is going to be in uh, Black Widow. That's a lot of Black Widows. Yeah. Her, she, uh, her character is Iron Maiden, if you want to look that up. I don't know much about her. Oh, yeah. I, I'm pretty sure uh, Black Widow uh, act protagonists and antagonists are pretty obscure. Uh, if, you really want, if you really want to go down that rabbit hole, it's pretty obscure. But uh, you know what I'm saying? So uh, did we cover everything? Um, we got it all. Yeah, we got a lot of stuff. That's a lot of stuff. That's a lot to unpack. Oh, boy. Only okay. 10 minutes over. Only 10 minutes over. Man. What a great hey. birthday party this was. Right. This good. Yeah. Jesse, any last words? First of all, thanks for coming on the show last minute and joining us. Yeah, man. Thank you for having me. This was great. And like I said at the beginning, you know, coming on at a show and we get to talk about all this stuff that was just announced is pretty awesome. So happy to be here. Shout out to everybody, you know, in the chat. Um, you know, feel free to uh, stop over to my channel anytime. It's JLS Comics. Um, if you like content like this, I think you'll like what I put up as well. So, you know, feel free to uh, come hang out over there with me, too. Yeah. Oh. Shout out to Jesse. For, thanks for coming out last minute, uh, stepping up for Dark Side Jedi. Uh, Otto, any last words? Yeah. Um, shout out to everybody. Jesse, thank you very much for coming on. Just want to talk about Three Men in the Basement real quick. We've been having a great time on that. Uh, we just had a CGC unboxing where Roger got absolutely crushed. So if <laughs> I have to throw my body under the bus, but if you want to see true pain, watch the face, look on his face when he got that. We're actually going to be dropping um, a preview video because the Three Men in the Basement are going to be holding our own auction on our channel, and that's going to be next Friday, uh, August 2nd at 9 o'clock, so stick a look out for that. We've got Terrificon um, coming through. We've printed up some new T-shirts, so we got Lord's T-shirts, Three Men T-shirts. we got a lot of stuff going on right now, so thank you very much for subbing up you know, Lord's and Three Men in the Basement, guys. It's just been a great show. Yeah. Any last words, Justin? I want to thank everybody in the live chat. Of course, everybody who's been tagging us on Instagram with the new Lord shirts. Thank you so much for purchasing them. And anybody who doesn't have it, again, Geeky Swag Shop, get over there. Get the 10% LOTLB. 15% off. So it's $21 shipped. And these are really great quality. I couldn't be more happy with these. So shout out to Geeky Swag Shop and Otto's boy. Yeah, the Green O, Dave Levesque, the Green O. Yep. Great shirts. Good quality. Um, yeah. And uh, when is the next, uh, three? Oh, I'm sorry, Justin, go ahead. I'm no, that's it. I mean, like I said, thanks everybody for picking up the shirts and tagging us. I, you know, I love seeing it. So keep, keep purchasing them, you know, and everybody in the live chat. And like Otto said, uh, three minute basement live auction next Friday. Nine yeah. And then so, uh, terrific everybody in the live chat, yo, step up your, uh, your YouTube, uh, avatar game. Because, you know, if I highlight you, you don't want to have some whack picture, right? I mean, look at him all, Ray Jr. all swollen his picture. Rudy Chan says it's got a Pomeranian <laughs> in there. Daniel Ibarra is just random. Yeah, Dark Side Jedi is great logo. One of the yeah, best logos. Dark Side Jedi there. So, you know, you guys got to step up your avatar game, man. Uh, Dennis Hayes with a nice little, you know, I'll just highlight. I don't want to embarrass you, but Bad Cave Comic <laughs> is cool. You know, Comic Book Fanatics is cool. Let me find somebody really embarrassing. Name's not getting mentioned that you're no skin. Our man, AG Surfer with the Thanos, right? Look at that. Oh, Snizzle Pop with the fist. Uh, so James Lewis, our man, Jimmy the Human. Look at that. All right. So there you go. Step up your avatar game. So if you want to get highlighted, you're going to be there, man. Um, Sith Lordly. Ah, I'm digging that one. That's, That's my totally buddy right there, man. All right, guys. So thanks for joining us. Uh, check out the Comic Core Unlimited. I do believe they are right on right now. 
Uh, check out the NY Warriors uh, coming on to you every every other Monday. Check out JLS Comics uh, live shows at every Thursday, Justin. Every Justin? Thursday. I want every Thursday. Every, every Thursday. Check out JLS Comics that pretty much do the same thing we do, except for they do it uh, much slower because uh, we kind of rush through this. <laughs> oh, it's a lot. So, hey, thanks, everybody, for joining. I really appreciate all the birthday wishes. You only turned 35 once, so it feels great. I'm we just get older during the show. I know. Yeah. Well, so you're I'm, 28. I'm actually, I'm, I turned 48 years old today. I don't feel 48. I'm going to be 50 in two years. Unbelievable. I'm going to be that dude. I'm going to be too old. I'm going to be there before you, just so you know that. All right. So, yeah. I mean, uh, it'd be amazing where our YouTube channel continues to grow and we're just these old dudes because this is a young man's <laughs> game, man. We got to step it up to you know, stick up with these young kids or else they're going to have to get off the fucking lawn. But, you know, uh, Johnny Boy, let's see your avatar. All right. There you go. You Joker. We can dig that. So, uh, I like that. Kratos. Uh, I don't know what that is. All right. I like that too. Miles from Comics Podcast. Shout out to you too, man. So you're getting highlighted here, man. If you got a good uh if you got a good uh avatar, you're gonna post it. If you have a really bad avatar, I'll definitely post your chat then because <laughs> that way we can just shame the hell out of you. But thanks everybody for joining. I'm gonna go chill out now. I'm gonna go probably do some of my birthdays. It's also my little brother's birthday. We have the same birthday, we're 16 years apart. So we're gonna get drunk together uh this nice. weekend, family nice. barbecue and stuff. So Thank you all for joining in. We will be back next Wednesday for the live show. Until next time, boys and girls, keep 